Baddies, this episode is brought to you by M3 is 3D. That's right. M3 is 3D is a company that makes 3D printed figurines, much like these heads that hold our beautiful headphones. They also make Dungeons and Dragons figures, dice organizers, all the things to make your nerd life easier. This one is specifically a Sauron 3D printed graphic head, and it's I love it so much because I'm such a Lord of the Rings nerd. So. And this is an alien. Yeah, so check out m3is3d.com. Use promo code ICBTB for 10% off at checkout. Yep. And, and yeah. That's enjoy. it, guys. We got sponsored, believe it or not. Yeah. Enjoy the show. It can't be that bad. Oh, 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 it can't be that bad. I could imagine you being an influencer. I could see you being an influencer. I wouldn't want to be. Why? But I could see that too. Yeah. I, I can agree with that, but I wouldn't want to be. This movie was, it made it like, I wonder how many people tried to make their own YouTube videos after watching this movie, and then, but also knowing the dark side of the fame that comes with becoming an influencer. I don't think anyone is watching this movie who would even be like, I want to be an influencer now. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Because I think the people watching it are either watching it because they already are influencers. Mm. So they're like, well, let's see kind of what they're saying. Yeah. And then the other people are just like people who are like, oh, it's like we heard it's a good movie or it's, it has these actors in it. And we are like understanding what it's about. They had straight up influencers in this Jake movie. Jake Paul's in the movie. Jake, Jake Paul, Paul. The other people um, were. Casey Fry is in it. Okay. Yeah. I'm not familiar with anyone else except for Jake Paul uh, in that um, scene. Um, oh, my God. See, this is goes to show you because I don't really watch YouTube. Johnny One Knoxville. Of them, Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville is very, I feel like that's very important. As Ted to, Wick. Yeah. He had his own, like, podcast, talk show uh, type was, thing. And there was, like, a makeup. Um, Guru, right? Yeah. Something Star or something. I, I forget. It. Charlie Star. I'm, I don't know. No, I'm probably getting it wrong. You are mixing up. Yeah, you're thinking of a real. Jeffree Star. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Ugh. But, um, oh, my gosh. Did you watch the movie? I'm spacing out. She watched like half of it. Why am I spacing out the makeup person? See, okay, whatever. It's irrelevant. Yeah. No, that's the other show. <laughs> um, I, I, I think this movie is incredibly smart and very on point. And I think, yes, he made a couple of mistakes, but, you know, I mean, he wasn't completely wrong in his sentiment. Like when he started, he was all about like getting your, getting off the phone and just being in the moment, put the phone down and, you know, let the battery die and just be in this, which, which is like a cool thing. And like, be real to yourself, like love your scars and love your birthmarks like that. You could, so he, I always, I felt like he's like on the right path. He's just a a psychopath and a a horrible person. He was just a beautifully written character. Not that he's great or anything, but yeah. Well, what this movie depicted well was his character on both ends of that spectrum. One that is that prefers to be without technology, living in the moment. Completely, like completely different sides of the spectrum. Telling people, hey, no selfies and shit like that. And then the last scene he's covered in makeup and stuff. I feel like it, it shows you that like anybody, like everybody could be to both extremes yeah and then in the middle because it is you see him as that guy in the beginning who was like kind of like might be annoying to you if like you have a friend who's like just get off your phone like be in the moment like we might you know be like well okay like that's we will yeah yeah you don't have to be so aggressive exactly like it was that and then to that extreme but it goes to show you anyone could just kind of you could be in that but the second you kind of start to get that attention you You might change yeah Let's just get into it. Um, okay. We haven't even told the baddies what movie we're watching. We I'm so not. glad that you brought this movie to us because I was so excited because Andrew Garfield 
is a tank in this movie. Mm-hmm. He is just acting up a storm. Uh, baddies, today we watched Mainstream. Mainstream. I always get it mixed up. I always want to say Mastermind. Well, I don't know where you're getting Mastermind from. That's like an animated film, right? I know. That's Megamind. 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 Okay. Megamind. Mastermind is the one with um, Zach Galifianakis, where they do like a... Uh, yeah, an, maybe. Yeah. I think that's the one. I think, I think that's the one. Different movie. Completely different. But I, okay, can we try one more time? Because now I know that it's what it's called. <laughs> we watched <laughs> Mainstream. <laughs> yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Alejandro. My name is Christian. And over there, we got Juliet. Hey. Yes. She's um, back with us. Hey, uh, if hey. you haven't watched the Tuesday episode yet, go back, watch it. It's a pretty wild episode as usual. Our episodes just go wherever the hell we want to go with it. But this is our movie episode, and this hey. movie was dope. It uh, let's just get into the nitty gritty because yeah. I really want to talk about Incredibly it. Incredibly underrated. I think it's something that you so know people underrated. should see, especially because it is relevant, one of a kind. Yeah, and and super and new and and in the moment. Anyways, <clears throat> if it pleases the court, pleases the court. Please, we watched a movie called Mainstream, which is rated R and was supposed to release in 2020 and, and technically did uh, at the Venice Film Festival, but wasn't. Open widely released until 2021. Uh, it has a runtime of one hour, 35 minutes. Has a 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. A 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. A 36% on Metacritic. And there's also a percentage of Google users who approve of this film. Would you two like to guess what percentage of Google users approve want, of this film? You want to go first? I can't guess. Okay. Because I you looked. Saw it? Oh. Uh, I'm going to say 83%. Chris? Excellent. <laughs> Christian, you are very close. The answer is 81%. Boom. Um, that makes I, sense. I have a very short synopsis for you. One sentence long. <clears throat> synopsis coming at you. Right at you. A young woman finds a path to internet stardom when she starts making videos with a charismatic stranger. No. That's the synopsis. What do I got for you here? Check out the IMDb synopsis. It's, it's way it's different and like I hate it. Way more in, in depth. I do want to say that this movie is directed and partially written by Gia Coppola, yep. who is Francis Ford Coppola's granddaughter, granddaughter oh, Sophia's yeah. niece. Oh. Yes. And she oh. wrote this character. She wrote Link, Andrew Garfield's character, loosely based off of her second cousin, Nicolas Cage. Because he's kind of a weird dude with all the fame and all that stuff. I don't know how much of it is really based on it, this but guy? it was an inspiration. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, that's that's Nick Cage. That's the guy. The IMDb synopsis is also one sentence long, and it is in this cautionary tale: three people struggle to preserve their identities as they f- as they form an eccentric love triangle within the fast-moving internet age. That's ah. not the movie at nope. all. Nope, that's nope. way off. That is not what this movie. It has is. like barely anything to do with the love triangle. That's a part of the plot. And fast moving. And it's not even a triangle. It's just. No, and try and they deal with their identities. Yeah, but no. This movie had a budget of $5 million. So cheap. That didn't. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. That should help you guys with this one. How much money do you think this maybe movie made in its box office recoup? But it wasn't. It didn't even go to theaters, did yeah. it? Well, I mean. It just dropped in May. I don't think it went to theaters. I think it went straight to streaming. I'm going to say like a, a good uh, $20 million. $20 million, Juliet? Mm, $14 million? You guys are incredibly kind. Um, this movie made $43,913. Oh, what? No way. More people need to watch this because are you? there's so many blockbuster movies out there that don't have as good of a message and have worse acting. This is really good acting. This is re- Andrew Great Garfield. It's, it is. I think. 
I think it's written off as like, oh, we know social media is bad. Like, we get it. But it's like, no, that's actually not what like that's the story is. is. The story, in my mind, is about how people who want to create can often be manipulated by people who have ideas. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think everyone's intention in this film was good when it started right but it was just perverted and and subverted by this guy who used it for his own you know methods and gains i think um you know she wanted to be an artist and a content creator and she found a way to do it and her buddy wanted to be a writer and a music a musician and he found a way to do it you know so and link initially wanted to help people i think kind of yeah he he was an interesting guy or help himself i don't know he's like babysitting that little girl and pushing that guy in the wheelchair so clearly he helps some yes. people kind of yes. weird but then after knowing what we know about him later in the movie it's all just really weird it's even weirder why was he friends with that little girl mm-hmm. we i don't know we don't know all their intentions were pure and wholesome at first and what i think this movie does it poses the question are do you want to be famous and if so at what cost to do, are are you willing to sacrifice your character, your values, your morals, your your your, your friends, and you know just well, take on the pure narcissism? But it's it's I think to like add to that is how you get famous. Yeah, how you got famous because in this movie it's not they're not yes they are artists mm-hmm. like they both kind of seem to be and same with like Link's character like maybe you can tell he's just an eccentric guy. They didn't necessarily want to be influencers, but that's what this movie is. They become influencers, and it's like... They kind of became what they were making fun of in the first Exactly, and like influencers, you're famous off of like the decisions that you... Like the choices you make and the actions you do. Yeah. Like you're choosing to do that, but like if you're like an actor and you're famous, it's... That's, you know, you were acting, like that's your job, like... So so this one's specific to youtube influencer realm because well i'm just like saying like the the uh fame that can come from being an influencer it's like a different fame like you're famous because of the things you do like the silly things you're doing that you know people will watch and will enjoy yeah well that was like the basis of their initial youtube videos they're making a satire of influencers they broke into some dudes like mansion Mm -hmm. and link was like look at me blah 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 blah. like he was yeah. making fun of it and then he eventually got this youtube show because uh jason jason schwartzman uh took them on and they had a deal made this youtube show where it was about you know are you willing to sack are you willing to keep your f- dignity and give up your phone right mm-hmm. which know? is a cool like which is a, a great premise i'd actually be super down for that sort of thing right and just to see what kind of crazy shit people are gonna get into just to get their iphone back yeah still cool great. still fine you know, and then like that one guy who did pick dignity over like going for the smartphone. Yeah. Like I thought that was all pretty cool. Yeah. But you lose it when, you know, he has to, they start losing viewership and they start losing subscribers, right? So everyone's freaking we need something out. New. We need something when you do new. something big or something crazier, yeah. which I think is always the problem with YouTube stars or, 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 you know, influencers. They always realize, I mean, the fame is so fleeting and so fast that i think they don't realize that it's not meant to last forever so they keep doing the next big thing the next big thing the next big thing to keep the ball rolling but it's like you're you're either gonna blow yourself out or people are gonna get tired of it or you're gonna go crazy and that's just entertainment in general like to like with stars john travolta was famous in the 70s but like after his first flop boom 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 and his career almost died up until like quentin tarantino saved his career but like when in this movie they're like yo link your since your last video You've gone down 15% in audience engagement. 
and they're all freaking out. We need something new. We need something new. And like this movie gets so interesting because he himself becomes a hypocrite of what he's trying to sell. Mm-hmm. You know, phones and Internet is bad. But look at how you're consuming me right. through your phones and Internet. And it's just so hypocritical and it's beautiful because we get to see him fleshed out from this guy who is just raw and he is uh lost he's going through a lot he's just yeah he's going through a lot obviously we learned throughout the movie that he was a pyromaniac and that he had burned his school down and that he had been institutionalized and his parents are rich he comes from uh from fortune and they use their money to cover that up right and so he's and essentially it's, nobody. It's crazy because how, what he kind of becomes, like how he acts, makes sense knowing that. But how we see him in the beginning of the movie is like, I, I feel like such a complete, like a literally completely different character. Yeah. Sure. Like, the arc that he has is the most complete. I mean. Like his, like the second, like after they make, or like I guess when we see them making the first YouTube video, mm-hmm. like that is when like, okay, they've person we knew in the beginning that character is gone now for sure but i think that's it's why like i think that's a very cool part about it is that i I was gonna say i noticed immediately that he was a different person when he's like in the green room on his phone and then he's like taking selfies with people in the background and stuff like that that's Uh when i noticed like oh he is a hundred percent different than who he was when they started like he's not even close to yeah what he was trying to do which you know yeah and not he's not the only interesting character in this because uh, Maya Hawk, Ethan Hawk's daughter, who oh, plays really? who plays Frankie, Uma yeah. Thurman's daughter. Uh, really? yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Crazy. I like her so much. Sidebar: I think she is so cute. And Melissa and I were talking about this is because she's like not huh. Hollywood cute. She's so realistically cute and like yeah. mousy. And her <laughs> character was so. It was weird, and I felt weirdly guilty to see her face light up after she saw how many views racked up after that first video that she took of Link when he was in that rat costume. Well, it's because she was just getting recognition. Yeah. I mean, she was literally just getting like, oh, this is what I did. For sure. Which she clearly lacked because how she was treated at work and just how she was so like, you know, like... mm. Well, she has to put on that like, oh my gosh, she has to put on that like baby mask and be a part of that baby... Act, yeah. Mm-hmm. She worked at that interesting bar. Another dope bar, but um, I just wanted to say this because it was bothering me. Uh, they were wiping glasses with like a towel. I've worked in bar for a number of years. I've never, ever done that. It's not, mm-hmm. a, not a thing you do. Your towels are dirty and they're just like rubbing the inside like this. I'm like, that's something you saw on TV once and thought everybody does it. But So and, that's a really bad production. For sure. I mean, or it's like just, just a, a bad bar. It's, like, uh, it's just a bad. Nah. Per- I think it's the actors. I think uh-huh. the actors don't even realize. Like they think that's what makes a good-looking bartender, but it's like no, you would never. And then there was no one that. on set to correct them. I guess they yeah. weren't really yeah, yeah, focusing yeah, yeah. on the bar. Uh, but it doesn't matter because it's not about it's about the social media thing. But I just noticed. It's no, like, but th- that's a good contrast. The, she is lacking so much validation and like direction with her life yeah. at this job. The only friend that she has is Nat Wolf. Uh, who's from Hereditary and the Naked Brothers Band, uh, who he's <laughs> so awesome. Uh, and he is... I don't know what that band is. It was a show on TV Nickelodeon. Show. It was just all oh. it is. And it's just so interesting. So he was like this small kid, uh, yada, yada. And now he's doing movies. Now he's doing movies. And yeah, so a couple of films. He, it's nice to see where they came from. Like, because the first 15 to 30 minutes is kind of like weird, right? Mm-hmm. It's a little slow and like you don't know what's going on. And it starts getting interesting once they start making those youtube videos it take this it feels like a completely different movie 
too. Like once yeah. they start making the YouTube video, it's almost like I feel like you kind of question like, is this still the same movie? Because it just jumps into it. Yeah, and it, so fast. And the the editors or the or whoever was in charge of adding like the the graphics in it, you know, especially once we get to the game show and how it is so produced like that well yeah. would be on youtube but then that's also like how their life is too off screen too like sometimes like when she's throwing up in her mind she's just throwing up you know emojis she threw up yeah. emojis yeah yeah but it, but what's happening is she's thro- she's rejecting See, the lifestyle that has been forced on her and i like i liked that part mm-hmm. a lot I, of people dislike a it. lot of people dislike because they're like come on but yeah. i'm like no but like it is actually so literal almost mm-hmm. like it's the most literal like like and yeah figurative... obviously like it's fucking corny like yeah the um, it's emojis in a sink and they're melting away like it's stupid yeah yes but it's also like smart because i'd be like that was just a dumb like, like decision on even though it, it felt a little out of place i respect it so much because it was such a bold move yeah like, that was a heavy swing that like the creative minds behind this movie put that gia coppola was like yeah she's gonna throw up emojis Right. And like, yeah, it's a hit or miss, but like, wow, that's like a bold But when you think move. about it, yeah. like, And it makes sense. Yeah. She's, like you said, rejecting that lifestyle that she had ingested and craved for that past however long, right? Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, she was really good at it. What I found very interesting is, you know, when they first start making the videos, all three of them are good at what they do. You know, the yeah. homeboy's good at writing these ridiculous scripts and understanding what, you know, the what the parody is. And then Andrew Garfield's even better than that by doing it and, and showing it and living it and then unfortunately becoming it uh and then frankie is like a mastermind she's putting shows together she started off with her cell phone breaking into places and then was running an entire tv studio eventually yeah. like that all happened i mean i think this movie maybe takes place in six months i could believe that right i could believe oh, that. for sure yeah. like his it's not super long because but influencers it, they rise to fame that fast yeah mm-hmm. yeah with the type of social media we're dealing with like our, the turnover rate is quick with TikTok. You know, you know you, so many new names have popped up in like the past few years already. We live in a day and age where we got YouTubers fighting legitimate boxers. Making more money than legitimate boxers. Something I never would have predicted, you know. And this movie... It's <sighs> wild. So many genres. <laughs> it's wild. Like it's it's a rom it's romantic. It's a rom com. I want to say I want to highlight a scene that a lot of people I'm sure dislike is like they've had this like sexual tension, this romantic tension for a long time, and all he does is like kiss her on the forehead, very sweet and all that. And Jake, it's all three of them. They wake up one morning. Jake leaves, and it's just Link and Frankie. Well, and he pretends like he's gonna leave though. Link pretends like he's gonna get up and leave. He goes through the front door, says bye comes through the window and they start making out like the the rom-com in me mm. type of guy I was like man it was hot I, I like that I saw that as they're not letting homeboy know about oh what's for going sure on. that yeah. too and so yeah. I kind of like felt bad dude because especially because at that time homeboy already knew like that he was a sleaze and that he was lying to her and taking advantage of her like I by that point I didn't like um link link anymore because I could tell like what he was doing and how manipulative like I, I could just tell that she doesn't understand what's happening to herself yet. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's falling for this and she's she's happy for it. And you know I I I read that moment as like a like uh oh she's like falling for the dark side. Like she's falling she's going into oh, yeah. the, oh, the sure. evil for of it, sure. right? Um I wanna say, I mean, the entire movie I was on uh Jake's side, Nat Wolf's side. 
because he was he was the friend from the beginning. Like they yeah. they came from the same place, cracking these weird jokes with each other, mm-hmm. and maybe should have shot a shot at the time. Then yeah, he uh, he should have. I mean, he eventually did. He straight up said like, "Hey, I'm in love with you," yeah. and uh, I thought it was very sweet. And he said what I liked about his character is like. It's usually formulaic to say, I'm in love with you, and like I hope you love me too. But his was just like, I don't care if you love me back, but if you're whoever you're going to love, if it's either me or Link, I want you to know the truth, which is when he pulled up those files saying, mm-hmm. hey, he's a institutionalized pyromaniac that burned down his school. It's – Andrew Garfield is such a good actor, like so <gasps> yeah. good. Yes. But when you think about like even like that character, like how in the beginning like he seems like this – weird but like genuinely cool guy you'd kind of want to know and like hang out with bohemian yes yeah and like that whole like the the even though it's a different lifestyle like clearly he doesn't really have a place to live like he's just kind of a drifter whatever but it like it even makes him cooler that he is a drifter a little bit like yeah he he, owns it that's why she can't when she first meets him she's like where can i find you and he gives her an address because he doesn't have a phone not yeah. even an address. He says like he gives or her a like, corner. Oh yeah, yeah, a corner, like an apartment yeah. building or something. I'll be on the top floor, and yeah. then it's like a pool up there. And it's yeah, like, now he's watching some kid. Yeah, but then when you think about after he, they do the like the first video or or the first thing they post, right? Of him yeah, like the rat. Yeah, in the painting. Yes, um, and then like when he goes on the uh, freaking TV, not the TV show, but like the live, and he yeah. talks about the cemetery and the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like how he can so easily turn on like that voice and that character. Yes. Like, and because he's so nervous before he does those things, he's, he's so scared. nervous. And like that, that kind of character, you're like, oh, this is a really like insecure guy. Insecure guy, which is relatable but and then, endearing. Yeah. But then when he turns it on, you're like, oh, well, okay. And then mm-hmm. he turns it off so quick. But then in the cemetery, he turns it on again, and it's like that's when you start to be like. There's something off with this guy. Yeah, but then I feel like there's so many people like that in the world, you know, yeah. that it's a show. <laughs> I mean, these are influencers. Do you really think do you really think peep influencers are the way they are in real life? We can hope. But with all of our He became it though. He became it. Yeah. And he becomes it. And I think that happens with a lot of influencers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they start off, but the second you start and that's what's selling to these people, that person that you're being. So why not be that all the time? Yeah. Even if that's not who you truly are, maybe, but maybe it is. Yeah. I think we could all just be a lot of different versions of ourselves. It's a drug, that that fame, that type of fame, that quick fame, without even much of, you know, without asking for it at all. Yeah. He got so addicted to it that he was ready to just like throw everyone under the bus. Even like, you know, spoiler alert, the girl that killed herself. Yeah. And that Isabel. was a wild thing, Isabel. So Isabel was a girl who was on his YouTube game show. show, right? And what he did was he had pulled a picture from her like Instagram and was like, oh, look how pretty you are. Like, this is such a really Got pretty picture. Got this many likes. Yeah. This is your best picture. This is your most yeah. liked picture. And then he like takes all the filters off of it and like removes all the makeup and stuff and like and pretty much reveals that she has like this birthmark on her face and like embarrasses her. Then he puts this big button in front of her and is like, if you push this now, you know, we'll send this to every one of your followers and blah, 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 and let them know like this is the real you, um, which is a very intense way to go about it. But also like I kind of think that that's more, that's a really, fr- right? Because yeah. in the beginning yeah. when he talks about, Frankie's scar like I kind of thought 
that's where it was going to go. And I think that's maybe why Frankie didn't want to pull the plug right away. She understood. She was touching her scar as yeah. she was. Yeah. Because she's, was like, going on. she's like, oh, he can help her like he helped yeah. me. But it just is a way, way different scenario when you're doing it in front of millions of people on TV. Like, it was so hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah. Like, be your true self. People will love your true self. But here he is. Not being the his. Furthest, yeah. Whispering, saying to her, hey, don't fucking do this to me. You stop fucking crying. You stop fucking crying. And then oh, Frankie has to go home and she has to make the conscious well, decision. first he makes her hand and does it yeah to press the button it's just so hypocritical which is like i understand the message it's so that aggressive like, that whole scene is so aggressive so, which so is why this movie's so good because it it triggers the discomfort yeah. within us yeah um and it's so hypocritical of him and like frankie having to edit that out Edit around it. Not edit around edit it, out, so it makes it makes it, it so we don't see Isabel cry in what comes out on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, and we later find out that she she kills herself Commits because suicide. of the well, and because when it comes back up, right, and they're blaming him when he's on the yes. interview with Johnny Knoxville and and Jake Paul and all of them, they bring up the fact they find the leaked footage of what actually happened, mm-hmm. uh, and they and they're trying to like get him with the gotcha journalism sort of thing which is kind of like a, a bullshit thing to, to do to somebody right but that's yeah the fame game and that's the view um but again right when i thought he was about to do it and hit it out of the park and be like um you know because he was there with two makeup artists right i think what he should have done is he should have taken the, the argument of like you guys are just telling people to hide themselves away with this makeup and contouring lines and shit like that and here I you are like going didn't on and he on. say that he, he's again he starts off doing it and then he yeah. like and then he but then he doesn't like stick with it. He like changes it into something uh, like, else yeah. uh, because his brain is onto it. But it's like you you were almost on the right side. Like I you see. almost yeah. had like you could have turned it around and been like, people don't need makeup. You don't need to do this stuff. You don't need to be sexy for Jesus. Like you don't need to do this stuff. Well, his defense mechanism is he was attack. like, let's veer this conversation away from me and let me attack you and let's bring the attention back to you. K- kind of. But then let's also. But then once he realized the attention isn't on him. He would do a grandiose thing to have all the attention back on him. He wants the attention on him if it's good attention. But when he was getting attacked, he was like, let me attack you. Well, yeah, but is him shitting on the desk crazy. good attention? No, oh, he's, no, he's no, demanding everybody's attention because he didn't get it for two seconds. Because he can't, he clearly can't hold people's attention not Doing being crazy a character, shit. not being mm. big. Like he's not comfortable just being himself Dude, and he, not he having. pooped in his hand and he was using it as a paper. weapon. He's using it as like kryptonite, and uh, that was that was insane. Was this funny? movie is so wild. It is. It, it is. It is. I think people are gonna and write it off because it's crazy any, like that. I mean, anyone who's made it this far who hasn't seen this movie yet should definitely just go watch it because we jumped into this so quick without even ex- we like. Because it's it's just I, I mean that, when that's that, this, all you can do. When this movie ended, I just had so much going through my brain, like so much going on. The little okay, one thing I really want to talk about. Is the very final closing scene when he? That's an important thing. To does talk about. his whole final YouTube show and uh, they start doing like a candlelight vigil for for Isabel and he starts making this like grand speech and then he like blows out the candle and he's like, actually, fuck that, you killed her, you and he like switched on him, um, and his his name is no one special, right? And then yeah. they're chanting out, they're like, no one special, no, and then he turns around and all he hears is. Special, special, special. That and then, was crazy. And then yeah. he has that like little smirk, and it's like, dude, that's he doesn't even hear it. He doesn't even hear like what they're saying. He just hears what he wants to hear. Mm-hmm. Think about how often he's been doing that, where he's just like, yep. that scene was wild because he goes through so many different things. He 
so many different emotions. He starts off with what people want to hear, like, I'm sorry, Isabella's well, a beautiful with an incredible soul. dance. He does, that. That dance is really good. Crazy. <laughs> the dance is it's fairly highly choreographed. and. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was definitely I, I didn't see that character dance. low-budget production, for sure. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, compared to his shaking out the demons, I think this is great dancing. Even that was incredible acting. Like, the, the pre-show jitters that he gets i feel like performers so could... aggressive but that even showed more of his like psychosis yes. that was like oh no let me turn this on let me turn... like, it was such a good character choice yeah oh great actor. phenomenal yeah phenomenal. but with that last speech he goes through so many different objectives so he goes by the book and he says hey i'm sorry you know I, you know rest in peace uh you are a beautiful human isabel and then he says but it's not my fault he turns it's your guys' fault. And he tries to like pin it on everyone else. And he tries to like victimize himself, right? Mm -hmm. You guys did this to her. You guys did this to her. And then he switches again. And it's the only time in the entire movie where he becomes truthful. And he start he tells them their real name. And he he's almost ready to just like, this is it. This is it for me. You know, fuck you. Know he's saying, fuck you, fuck this shit. And on YouTube Live. But and then he, ends it with like Oh, go ahead. Um, and uh, he he ends it in such a way where like, I forget like, what he if says. you agree with me, drop a like or something like that. Yeah, if you agree with me, drop a like. And then everybody starts cheering for him, and that's when he starts hearing the chanting and stuff like that. And it's like, oh shit, you won people over with that. He turned around. He didn't know if he was gonna win people over. He thought it was the end of his career. Uh huh. And this is the dark part. Or did he know? I don't know. <sighs> I I like to think that he didn't think he thought it was gonna be the end, and if it would have been true justice. If people dropped him there and then. But the whole point of this, why this is such a good movie, mm. is that ending where, oh shit, they're cheering for him for after all that shitty stuff he said because it's entertaining. It's entertaining. They're validating him and he smirks and boom, he is given this positive reinforcement for something that is so truly toxic and evil that is this internet fame. Mm -hmm. And it's so beautiful because, oh, he's... He's fallen into the deep end. He's we lost him. You know, it could have been truly formulaic if he if they rejected him and he were to like, you know, learn from his mistakes. But this is that's the truth of those influencers. Yeah, yeah you once you jump into the abyss, you know, you're all you're all the way there. You can't yeah. pretend like you're not. And it's hard cuz I don't want to like necessarily discredit influencers because they like they're doing their stuff and they're successful. I mean, they're <laughs> They're yeah. making money and they're getting sponsors, getting free stuff. But it's like, I mean, this is with anything in life that's it's fleeting, you of know. And it's right now, it's super like the people who are very popular, you're popular. But I think, and it's not a, it's not a hard stop unless you do something really stupid. It's like a slow decline, mm -hmm. fade out until nobody which cares. Which seems like very painful because you went from like caring so much about like literally, like I was saying earlier, like what you're doing. To make people watch you. Yeah. And then, so then you see how much people watch you and like you think, oh my God, well, I have all these views. Oh, I'm, you know, an influencer. And then you slowly lose that. I'm like, that's a mind fuck. Yeah. Big mind fuck. Yeah. And it, of course it's different. I mean, hopefully these, the way these influencers accrue fame is different than what Link depicts. Of course, there's a lot of truth to it. And what can we talk about him uh, running around Hollywood Boulevard with the fake uh, strap on? Yeah. Yes. Crazy, dude. 
crazy. And it's crazy because it's like that's what a YouTube person would do for their third or fourth person, video. Yeah, yeah for sure. that legitimately, mm-hmm. that that, even if that wasn't Andrew Garfield, that would have that would have gotten so many views. Yeah, I mean, think about all the videos that are out there. Like, think about all of the videos that exist. What I really like about this film that I don't think a lot of people realize is one of the one of my favorite lines that Frankie says is she's like, and I know exactly how to shoot this to make it look low budget. Like mm-hmm. they they faked it all to look. Like he was a real influencer, but we know that there wasn't. Like later on, she's using a red camera. Like she has one of the most like expensive cameras for the hashtag real me video that he's doing. Yeah. Um. Like they they clearly, you know, have put quite a bit of production value into it, and and that's what makes influencers successful. I mean, it's not. It looks like they're holding their phone like this, and you know they're doing a selfie. But the yeah. truth of the matter is, like, no, that's probably like a tripod with a really nice camera that's been edited. For like four or five hours, and he didn't do that this morning. I know it looks like he probably ate this shit for breakfast this morning, but no, he had that like three weeks ago, and they've been editing it and you know color color correcting it and shit. Uh, So I think you know it's really interesting to show how easy it is to fool people to make it look shitty, uh, and how important of a thing that is. You know, like yeah, people make money on thinking that it's easy to do when you know, yeah, it's easy to try. That's for sure. They really did. Uh, reveal some of the truths of what these content creators really go through to get your attention. And to keep trying. I mean, think about how hard they have to sit around and come up with the next crazy idea, the next crazy thing. Oh, yeah, when they're around the writer's table trying Mm -hmm. to figure out the next. Well, then the next thing is the Johnny Knoxville interview, which Johnny Knoxville being the guy who's interviewing him is like, that's crazy. So relevant because Johnny Knoxville is like one of the well, first people. He was like a shock he's a, value like type the of guy. first influencer, if you think about Jackass. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because they were literally doing stupid shit to themselves for our entertainment. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And to other people. And to other people. But <laughs> it was for our... And that's what most YouTubers are. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Prank, prank videos. Yeah. And so he was definitely strategically casted. Oh, f- I would... It, and that's the thing with a lot of these things, I think, in this movie, that it's like, you're like, well, I would hope so, right? Like, yeah. you say that, but it's like, no, it definitely was. Because this is a really good movie. So it is. good. It's very well thought out. And I, I think it's very well thought out because we kind of question it, and we're like, but that's just, that's kind of expected, and you're like, exactly, though. Everything I thought, every time I thought I knew what was going to happen, it never ended up going that way, mm-hmm. you know? I was expecting, I don't know how crazy I thought it was going to be, but I was expecting for... Someone to pull a gun and shoot him at the end of the you know YouTube thing, or there's gonna be a big crazy thing, and now he's a martyr. Like I, I didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen, mm-hmm. but then like I have to remind someone like this movie isn't crazy like that. This no, movie isn't doing outlandish, insane things that movies do, right? Being honest, it's incredibly realistic, and like maybe not the people, but the the situations that they're in, and like how people like progress in their fame, like that. It's incredibly on point and very realistic. This to me. movie is such an like it's such a contrast in and of itself because it is so true and revealing of real life uh fame and stardom in the uh, in in like on the internet but it is so satirical and outrageous and everything as as crazy it is it's so truthful mm-hmm. right what i really i what kept me curious was like the first half of the movie you're on his side. You're like, oh, this yep. guy's just like a weird, true to himself type of guy. But I was waiting for that turn because 
the the movie poster is him with that maniacal smirk that he has at the last frame of the movie. And so you know there's like he's evil. He looks like a bad guy. And they yeah. chose that as the movie poster for a reason. Right. But how does he get there? But then you kind of yeah, you forget. It is kind of a slow descent into evil madness, right? Cuz yeah. like you said we like him at first and then he does like this one thing you're like okay, yeah. and then he does another thing you're like right and then you see him again now he's hitting on the girl over there and now he's like throwing isabel under the bus and he's doing this like i really do think they slow roll it so far because we like him we were fans in the beginning much like you would be of any youtube star who you know falls out of fortune you know we saw them when they were just trying to figure out their gig and then we saw them once they understood their gig and now we see them like floundering trying to make it work again i I really think andrew garfield did an incredible has an incredible arc in this entire story i mean Frankie is is good as well, but kind of ends in the same place where it begins for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but because she was able to save her her own dignity, yes, she chose that. I mean, that's a symbolism right there already. Uh, you know, people choosing their smartphone phone, which is like this thing that they need all the time and what they prefer. Yeah, it it, it was like her choosing Link and this path to fame, or walk away with nothing and your dignity. Well, and it's hard because, like, I feel like with that character, like, that guilt, she she didn't really do it to Link, but she did do that to Link. Like He didn't she, ask for she's it. She's just as manipulative as he is, but in a different way. Like, she used right. him for her own reasons and stuff like yeah. that. And then, and then when she realized that Link wasn't the guy she thought he was, then she started realizing how far she had been going. And it's like, no... You knew this was going to happen. You wanted this to be, you know. That's why you told your mom in the beginning, you know, I'm not quitting. I'm not leaving. I, yeah. like, I want to be here. I want to do art. And her whole thing is like, I don't even know what kind of art I want to do. I just want to make people feel something. You know what I mean? So, like, if she, hadn't met, if she had not met Link that day and instead met uh, an ice sculptor, you know what I mean? Think about yeah. how different this fucking <laughs> movie would have been, right? Yeah. And there wouldn't even be a movie. <laughs> It'd be Ice Princess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's... I think each character each character was given a good arc, and you know that's something that the bad movies that we probably review some of a lot of them we we get why they're rated poorly. Yeah, I don't know why this is. I th- but this one deserved more. I think, but that's unless what they're I playing mean. it off as. I think not enough people have seen it. Agreed. And the people who are rating it are the people who are truly like offended insulted by and offended by this movie. Mm. yeah and there's gonna be a lot of those people on like every side of the spectrum whether it be the influencers or the people in the entertainment industry that could be like well is this also a dig at us Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know i don't know thinking agents like yeah i was like jake paul's in this movie does he take offense to this at all it clearly was a long time ago because jake paul's covered in tattoos and a lot bigger now and this was filmed on location in la with some sort of christmas tree on top of tower records i wonder if this was filmed in and this is just me guesstimating probably in the end of 2019 i think it was filmed before that before well and that's what i'm thinking is because like jake paul's been training for boxing for a couple of years now and like has all these tattoos on his face and shit like that he had none yeah right and and maybe he sat in the makeup chair for a bunch of hours but i also feel like he probably wouldn't right they're asking him to play himself why would he cover that shit up i think two three years ago he was still very much a youtuber and they you know paul's been around for like seven years right even wasn't he on a Disney show for a little while? I don't know. No clue. I don't know. I don't know no. much about the Paul brothers. Oh yeah, I don't know. No. Yeah, I mean but it's you possible. Know Naked Brothers Band. <laughs> I that because I watched Nickelodeon that popped up for me, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I recognize you. Um, 
<laughs> I think this case, yeah, it, that's possible because you said that this only hit. The, this probably did the festival circuit. Venice, in, yeah, Venice uh, Film Festival. Okay, in where it released at least, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then he just hit this year, so um, that makes sense to be shot two years prior to its. Uh, I mean, festival yeah. release. Let's say you, every movie you see was probably filmed last year. Then we had COVID on top of that, and we had all the other stuff. Like this movie was probably produced, you know, or at least filmed two or more years ago, and then the editing and shit. They just. I mean, yeah, it takes a while. And they clearly edited the shit out of it. I mean, it looked like they took yeah. their time with this movie. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, nobody rushed at all in this film. No, it was a slow burn, like yeah. a slow descent into his fame and madness. Oh, crazy. Mm, so much better than the Joker. Oh, uh, no, Joker was great. Joker is good. Joker's a good but movie. But these were very Joker-esque Kind of similar. There's some similarities. Yeah, the, the desire yeah. for fame, I think, can corrupt um, inherently anybody. There's a lot of... Uh, it's very an- analogous of like Joker right before he goes on to uh, Murray's show. Mm-hmm. And, and Murray. uh, Link... <laughs> Mur- I'm only saying it because that's, that's how, how he says, says it. Oh, look. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. These pillows are crazy. That's Robert Nero. Um, yeah, and then so how Joker preps before going on there. And I just... I knew that Andrew Garfield was great in this when he was shaking his demons out. When yes. he was just like he, he did it. Do you remember the montage of he of him and Frankie in her apartment trying to think of stuff and he was doing something similar like he was dancing like crazy in front of her. Yeah. Mm. And like that was like kind of charming. But then we see it slowly progress and progress into this like disturbing it's thing. cute at first but like mm. oh wait he does this every time he's trying to make a decision. Yeah it's it's because it's, it's really his mind splitting like I'm turning on this character to be to be the to be no one special wow. yeah and no one special i mean like great name you could you're no one special yeah you know what i mean because like i was uh watching one of the youtube videos and it was someone saying like with like an agency with actors like someone like discovering you and acting is saying like oh you, there's something special about you kid mm-hmm. 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 influencers there's no one saying wow you're talented and that's why i'm gonna watch you influences is, is like it's more like you i'm watching you because of what you're doing like what you are doing yeah it's which not is talent. not talent granted though then you get into makeup influencers and like there's a whole bunch of influencers and what yeah, they're artists. They're makeup artists, mm-hmm. and that require you know that does require. There are some influencers, but but how much time do I really want to? I'd rather watch yeah. a movie like an actor like yeah. than someone do well, someone's they, makeup. But I think they even mention it too. It's like it's the kids. It's kids who watch this shit. Oh, kids by the tens and twenties of thousands who consume this shit hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of it. Well, and like now, like looking at like how like kids post, like the amount of like pictures. That people, I mean, we do it too. Is I'm not. I hate to say kids because I can fall guilty of this too. But the amount, like, of like the teenagers, I'll say teenagers, mm-hmm. the like newest like thing, TikTok. I feel like is slowly fading out. TikTok's dances are fading out, and it's just taking pictures of your outfit every single day in the most random places, like random places, and posting them, and then like your friends resharing it mm-hmm. on their stories. And that's like, I'm like, y'all, like, it's more than just photos. Like, talk to each other. Yes. Yes. But that's that generation. <laughs> like, yeah, y'all look cute and you look a lot older than 13, 14, which is kind of scary. But, but like, enjoy. 
<laughs> enjoy life yeah stop being glued to like, that it's screen. not all about like oh my gosh like and it's it's great because the support that mm -hmm. i see of like all the comments like oh you're so pretty oh my god you're gorgeous oh my god love yeah, so yeah. it's like i see that they are getting that like instant yeah love but the and people who are typing it aren't actually like oh my god but that's what i mean in person love... in person yeah. are you really gonna say to that person yeah. wow you look amazing like mm -hmm. oh my god girl yes go off fire queen da, da, yeah. da. i don't hear people talking like that no no not you know? at all so i'm like this is like i'm so appreciative of like as much as this podcast has to thrive on social media and we do have to pierce the algorithms in order for us to succeed and the yeah. game has to be played, this, at least, this is not us just taking pictures or embarrassing each other just for content. Yeah. This is like, this is authentic conversation. At least th we're doing, this is feeling productive in my mind rather than like, um, shut up, Christian here gonna throw jewels off the roof, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Actually... That great content. <laughs> Write it down. I have a pillow that you can fall on. Yeah. I know exactly how to make it look cheap, too. Oh, man. Can you imagine me doing uh, that before the podcast? How Andrew Garfield just like spazzes out like crazy? What are you talking about? You do do that before the podcast. No, mine do. is just kind of like frazzled. Mine's frazzled. Mine's like, okay, everything's working. What's that? It's totally. like, oh. mm. um, and then you shake the demons out. No, <laughs> you know I think it's hard because. Um, oh. Sorry, my ears got really sweaty. It happens to us um, all the time. I in this movie, the influencers that they show, right? They most of them. Okay, it's Jake Paul who's does like crazy stuff, but then everyone else are the influencers who are just doing it based off of what they know and mm -hmm. like. So it's like. It's hard because I don't want to discredit those people, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because not everyone, because I feel like this movie is focusing on, like, him, how he, like, does these outlandish things. Yeah. Like, super outlandish things. And not everyone does those outlandish things, but mm -hmm. I'm still like, but... That's why, like, the realm of influencers, it's a broad category because, yeah. like... Just because he's like this does not necessarily mean every influencer is like this. Right, because you can still be an in like the tra like travel influencers or, you know, or bloggers. like. Yeah, but they didn't create his character from a thing that's not real. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he, yeah, all those, those things are exist. pulled from really, you know, believable things and cult leaders and, you know, people who, like, take advantage of other people. I think about halfway through this movie, I was like, oh... I think I think he's going to turn this into a cult, and then he's going to be like God, and then he's gonna, like I didn't know. Like I said, I didn't know where it was going to go. But there was a real small point where like he could have turned that into. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, the end. I mean, oh, the way he's it pretty ends. Much, he's a pretty pretty much a cult leader. Yeah. 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 Well, the way they all like applaud. Sorry, but no. yeah. Uh, there's a you. I think you watched the same YouTube review movie or YouTube review video of this uh, movie where it says what would be interesting was if we could see what happened after that moment. What does his, what does the rest of his what does six months after no one special had that big speech and smirk at the end of the movie? What does that look like? Does he form a cult? I was just watching this um, mm. YouTube uh, do psychology video that breaks down like uh, David Do Dobrik and like how he created this like cult. Mm. You know, it was the Vlog Squad and like how mm. it was like this pyramid scheme of how he's on top and he's getting the, his friends, quote unquote, that have less followers than him to do stupid shit and he'll share it on his page and that'll get them more followers and they're going to do the same exa exact thing to people with less followers. It's crazy because the way he started out was literally 
just moving to LA and like making silly, stupid videos, like making vines. Yes. So like he, like David Dobrik is a perfect example of this. This. This is of what Link is. Yeah. Because like I remember Chris introduced me to David Dobrik videos like god five years ago maybe and like it was in the beginning when the people who were his like main friend group now like they were still his friends like they were all just friends Mm -hmm. and they all went up with him in that like sense and but then it was still that pyramid like weird like there was a status there there was a huge status but it wasn't always like that it was literally just friends making stupid videos but then it kind of turns into oh this gets more views. Mm. Oh, oh, this thing worked. Oh, now how should I be acting? Oh, I acted like this in this video. Now I should act like this all the time because people yeah. like this. Yeah, it's now weird. Now he's out hosting it's the kids' choice up. awards and shit like that. Right. Some of those friends, like they got injured. A few of them almost died from over those stunts, and they felt pressured to do it because they wanted to feel cool and they wanted to get David Dobrik's validation and be a part of the group and then rise in that fame. Yeah. And that's what. That's how I feel that. You know, Frankie, Jake, and Link were in this movie. They were authentic. They're just three people making videos. And that's how it all starts. And that's the crazy thing. Yes. That's the crazy thing because we can sit here and blame David Dobrik, but it's like, I mean, yeah. But the viewers demanded this. the viewers, this. and then you all did it too, and you all, like... And you consumed it. And that's yeah. where Andrew Garfield, weirdly <sighs> and is depressingly, right is right. Not the things he's doing. He's right. He's, he's, so, he's so messed up, but yeah. he's right. And mm-hmm. he's wrong. He's wrong in, in his many action, ways. His actions are incredibly wrong and, and messed up. Yes. But but like we said in the beginning, his intentions, I think, started off in a better place. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wanted to say his intentions were always good, but no, he he, he, be, he begins to realize how manipulative he is. I just yeah. want to say real quick, um, one of my favorite things was when he's doing that speech yeah. and you see the lighting on him, and it's such a harsh lighting. It's not like the stage lighting it's not the lighting that he would have on the show it's so harsh you could see like the patches in his makeup you can see that he's like sweating through it and like Mm -hmm. that's the real him that's the time when we see like the truth of him and we can kind of see through all that fake shit that earlier he was railing against yeah you know and Mm -hmm. that for me was such a great way to encapsulate the whole film and just Mm -hmm. again bring it right back to to how far he's fallen and how deep he's fallen into this oh it's Mm. so good this movie's so good so good uh all right, I think I've said about almost everything that I could think of. I'm, I'm. What do you guys I, yeah. rate this film? I want more people to watch this movie, yeah. And then, like, I want them to like genuinely like tell us about it, yeah, yeah. Because I want to know other, I want to know other like artists' opinions of it, yes. And Especially people who are like interested in you know content creators, yeah. right? Who want to like figure it out but don't want to be a sleazy cult extravaganza guy you know it's like this is a really interesting cautionary tale i mean i think it's i think i can see though why some people don't like it because some people are like uh we get it guys cell phones are bad but it's like that's not really the point and that's what some people they like they only see that like oh we get it social media okay fine whatever then stop watching and it's like that's not the point yeah because yeah we all are still on our phones watching tiktok watching instagram videos yes but we're consciously, I think, thinking we're more aware of it, even though even if we are were before, but it's like, oh. This is curated. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this entire podcast is a testament of like, oh, this movie's much more than phone is bad. It's uh Yeah. <laughs> phone is bad. Phone is bad. Phone is bad. But we should remember who are we validating 
on our phones through social media and what uh, you know feeding other people's egos based on the type of entertainment them or for us who knows, man? That's I what think it's a never-ending circle. It's vicious. It's so what do you rate it, girl? Four out, or, uh, on a scale of one to five? Scale of one to five? Four out of five. I, I think that's right about where I'm at. I can see why. Because I, I feel like if I give it a five out of five, I mean, then I'm saying that, you know, there's no flaws. I want everybody to see this movie right now. But I can see how people are going to see this movie and be like, uh, you know, I don't. But there's are going to be a lot of people like ourselves who are going to mm-hmm. see this movie and be like, "This is great. This is art. The acting's incredible. The filming is you know, on point. The editing mm-hmm. is spectacular." Um, but you got to be nuanced. You got to be smart like us. Yeah. Oh, were you going to say something? I was just going to say I feel like this movie is like the epitome of what defending poorly rated movies is. <laughs> yeah, because it is so good. And why it's underrated. It's legitimately yep. underrated. Yeah. Because people haven't seen it. Yeah. With well, $43,000 worth of people. 4.5 out of 5 for me. I wow. want to give it a 5, but that, yeah, give but me a, a 5 good out point of 5. Though, right? There has to be some flaws. Yeah. There are some flaws. Christopher Perry, what would you rate it? Because you watched it too, and you're the one who showed it to me. Mm, I think it's 3.5. 3.5. 3.5 out of 5. Best person on set award? Andrew Garfield. I, I Hands one. down. Mm, he's doing hard. a great job he is doing a great job i'm gonna have to give it yeah i'm gonna have to give it to him but like you know uh a, a special shout out to uh gia coppola yes, and to yes. maya hawk yeah. they both did incredible gia coppola for this being her second film that she's written and directed incredible incredible I, I, my best person said what is Gia Coppola. I mean, she, she did such a great job. And like you just said, for it being only her second film and her first one, when I saw her, her credits and it said it was Palo Alto, right? That was her other one. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that movie's fairly old with James Franco and shit like, like 2015 that. 2015 or something. I think it's 2013. Ooh, like it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of an older film. So she's had a huge How gap. How old in, is she? I, I, I mean, I'm sure it's easy to 40s, look 30s up. 30s or it's, 40s? Yeah. It's, it's, she's oh, not okay. that I mean, she's Francis Ford Coppola's granddaughter. Yeah. Right? So. She's fairly young. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. Hey, check so it out, good. guys. The uh, the Mega Mind is such a great film. And it's just. <laughs> so mad at you. Mainstream. Check out Mainstream. Oh, Andrew Garfield. Rent it on Amazon Prime. I rented it for seven bucks, I believe. And it was worth the seven bucks. Yeah. Um, yes. I kind of want to own this movie. Yeah. yeah, I would love to have a poster mm-hmm. like that poster mm-hmm. of Andrew Garfield with that face. Yeah, I would put up in this room. Oh, that deserves. To I think be it's in time for a Gemini Man poster Baddies, on our wall to go down. if you want to send a gift, their PO box is nine one one. I was about actually, to say my real uh, address. If there's any people who like do <gasps> have connections mail. to like yeah oh. movie uh, posters and stuff oh. like that, send us send it to us. <laughs> and fan mail, send us fan mail too. Yeah, we'll we'll take send that. us whatever the hell. We'll Honestly, take if you it. have fan mail, just email it to us. I wonder if we like reached out to someone on this movie, they would probably send us a movie poster because it did so bad. Or they probably have we a lot. We could write something, yeah. I, I think they have quite a bit of money that they need to remake. They might ask us to pay for it. <laughs> Can you send well, us yeah. our movie poster? <laughs> somebody, somebody gave them $5 million and they have not gotten their money back. They're waiting. I have a fun fact. What? Ooh, hit us. Andrew Garfield. Yep. He was. Spider-Man. As far away from as this camera is from me. Once That's in my beautiful. life. That's awesome. And he made eye contact with me and it was amazing. And he has an accent too. Did he say, oh, you're not Emma Stone? <laughs> no. Stupid. But he looked up at me and I said, you did amazing. And he said, thank you. Well, and amazing in what? Angels in America. Oh. Uh, 
Nice, 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 nice. Such a good show. Shout nice. out to you, Andrew Garfield. You you really acted up a storm and to take on a role uh, like a small IF I think IFC film. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an IFC film. I mean, you they said YouTube a bunch, right? Did YouTube pay to be in this film? Did they I help don't know. Produce? I don't know how that works. It didn't seem like they're putting YouTube in a good light. I don't understand how they're able to say it that exactly you know, YouTube they, so many times. They probably should have had a better deal with youtube because it probably would have done better if youtube promoted it but it's not putting youtube in a good light though i know but it's making people go to youtube and then watch all those other people's videos and then create their own channel and go viral overnight it's hypocrisy it's all hypocrisy it can't be that bad subscribe youtube new thank you youtube new (laughs) all right guys you heard it from jules herself it can't be that bad all right peace y'all peace love Uh, you guys know where to find us descriptions in the link we don't have to do this anymore buddy we have a close up Huh? We have a closeout thing now. We don't have to. We don't have to plug anymore. Oh yeah, we. But it's happy to be bop. Baddies, thanks for listening to the show. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. This episode was brought to you by companies like M3is3D.com. Uh, be sure to check them out. All the links that you need to find them are in the descriptions below. And uh, be sure to check out icbtb.com to get any of your merch that you want from us or to check out episodes on any other platforms, streaming platforms, or YouTube. And be sure to hit us up on our socials. Email us and DM us on Instagram, and we'll see you guys later. Take it easy.